Good morning, good morning. Happy Sunday. If you are here, you are here to join us on Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit. And I am so excited to be here this morning. I know there's going to be folks tuning in from who knows wherever. Hashtag Laptop Life. I am coming to you live this morning from a special occasion, for a special occasion, from a special location. Actually, Sedona, the beautiful, the fabulous, one of the spiritual vortexes of the world here in Sedona. And I am just so excited. It is also my birthing day. It is the day that I became a mother, a superstar. So hashtag shout out to all all the mothers out there, you are a you are a superstar on the day you give birth. That the vessel, the the chalice of life, is embodied in your spirit when you bring your babies into the world. So I am your host, Dr. Carol Penn, and welcome to this exciting ten part series. Now in season seven, where our super friends explore themes that make our lives better in mind, body, and spirit. Yes, we do explore the world of weight loss, weight loss maintenance, aging in reverse, heart health, optimizing health and well-being. And yes, on a Sunday morning, all this and more. So go ahead and drop it in the chat. Let us know where you're from so we can give you the warmest welcome and the brightest shout out and hello. And today's episode of Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit is addressing the aspect of cultivating creativity, cultivating creativity, really inspired by my grandmother who always told me, put a little bit of art and beauty in absolutely everything that you do. So, and our special guest is Victoria Ajek-Dipiede, who is a dear friend. You're going to meet all about her and find out all about her. And listen, y'all get your cup of coffee, get your water, and we will be right back after we listen to this beautiful theme music from Kenny Brazil, the talented, the amazing Kenny Brazil. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. greatness. Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous. courageous. If only they could see you going through your paces. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Weightless. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. Open up your eyes, you were courageous. If only they could see you going through your paces, it's amazing. Hey, good morning, good morning. 
Good morning. Good morning. Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit is brought to you by Mindset Mastery, Weightless, Pivot in the Present. Reserve your seat now for this revolutionary one-year subscription course created to help busy, super professional, busy, professional superhumans like you master mindset and optimize your health, happiness, and freedom. Welcome to Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit. Oh, well, thank you so much. And we hope that many of you will take the opportunity to join our monthly program. We're building momentum. We're building a community here. We meet weekly through you know, the technology, but we do meet live once a month, also through the technology. And it's really a, a, a wonderful, wonderful community that we are co-creating together. So listen, I always like, you know what I like to do. I like to bring my guests on live and just read their bios so that they get to, you know, smell the flowers while they are alive and fully present. But before that, there's some shout outs that I want to do because we do have some people that have said hello. Good morning and welcome, Haj. Good morning, Haj. Good morning. Hey, Dr. Kathy. Dr. Kathy and I are, I'm so excited. We're going to do a little something special because we're here in Sedona together attending an incredible conference called Revisioning Medicine. I'm going to ask Dr. Kathy to go ahead and put that in the chat because I want all of you like-minded people, you spiritually minded people, the people that say that you know, medicine is sacred, medicine is spiritual, to know about Dina Metzger and her work and this conference, Revisioning Medicine. It is fabulous. So, and yes, they're over there in sacred land in Topanga, uh, California. The property there abuts the state park, the Topanga State Park. It's beautiful. I've been there. But of course, since the global pandemic, we're all out here in the Zoom world. I can tell you right now that this team, the Penn Global Visions team, is in five different states right now simultaneously. Hashtag laptop life. Thank goodness for the technology. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Christine, and welcome. Good morning and blessings to you, Marianne. Yes, yes, yes. So we're just welcoming our guests. We're so excited. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Hope. Dr. Hope, we're going to talk to you this morning about a dream. We're going to co-create. We're going to plant a seed that is so incredibly powerful. Dr. Hope, hashtag the Gambia. She is one of the fabulous doctors that will be joining us on one of our early trips to the Gambia. Now, some of you might be saying the Gambia, what's the Gambia? Well, hey, what's she talking about? Well, the Gambia, remember the book Roots by Alex Haley? Remember the movie Roots, the, the series? And of course, uh, LeVar Burton played the fabulous Kunta Kinte. Well, all the scenes that refer to Africa or took place on the continent of Africa actually take place in this coastal community called the Gambia. 
And our guest today, Miss Victoria, is from the Senegal Gambia. She is Gambian herself. So we are just so excited. And recently, the Gambia was brought into the news because of the tragic fire that took place in the Bronx. Many, many, many of the people who lived in that building in the Bronx were from the Gambia. Good morning and welcome, Dr. Dietrich. Dr. Dietrich's coming to the Gambia too. She don't know it yet, but Dr. Dietrich, Dr. Dietrich, you are coming. <laughs> so there we go. Revisioning medicine. Dina Metzger, thank you. And it's dinametzger.net is her website, dinametzger.net. And perhaps some of you will join in in her programs and, and in that conversation, um, particularly if you are looking forward to changing the face of medicine. Good morning and welcome Clifton. And good morning and welcome to Linda, hashtag Florida. Yes. Oh yes. I am so lucky to be spending time with, with Dr. Kathleen. Yes, 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 yes. So this is really a wonderful time and exciting time. Shout out, happy birthday to Dr. Kathy and yours truly, because not only is it my birthing, uh, birthing day, shout out to the wonderful, the amazing Keita Omowali Erskine, child of my womb, and also to Dima Afti Jones, child of my heart. So, so privileged to be um, a mother of these two amazing young kings. This, for Dr. Kathy and I, it's also a birthday trip. We share the same birth year, and this is a belated birthday trip, so a lot of energy and excitement around. Thank you so much, Marianne. Thank you. So, yes, Dr. Kathy had her birthday. It was back in the summer. And I had my birthday just back in the early part of the winter. Good morning and welcome, Rebecca. Welcome back. Yes, yes. And thank you, Clifton. Thank you so much. All right. So I'm going to bring Miss Victoria on camera right now. Got to stay focused here. Got to stay on time. I'm so excited. And I'm going to read a brief bio and that trust and believe me, that is just the tip of the iceberg. And then I'm going to bring us all into Sedona. Is that all right? If I bring us all into Sedona? Oh, thank you, uh, Dr. Kathy. Our birthday wishes are coming in and that's beautiful. Victoria Lisong, Ajek Piede is a teacher turned occupational therapist for about 15 years. She currently specializes in geriatrics in the home care setting. She lives in Delaware and she has two businesses, Tessito, which she runs with her daughter, Tajiri, and a newly registered nonprofit, Sunu Reo Medical Mission. The mission of both companies is basically to change the narrative and perspective as well as providing resources. Yes, we are changing the narrative and the perspective of on the world about 
African peoples, the diaspora, and all peoples, really, all peoples. This is we are we are tapping into the source. We are tapping into the source. And thank you so much, Dr. Hope, for that birthday shout out to Keita, Keita Omawali Erskine. And yes, and even, even the younger one, Dima's birthday is coming up on March 10th. So lots of born day energy in the air for sure, for sure. Yes, and we've got a cousin. <laughs> Hi, Cousin Lee Song. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, the first people, Linda. That's exactly right. All right, you all. So before we jump into it and, and continue with our hellos and welcomes, how many of you are aware that Sedona, Arizona is considered one of the most sacred places on the planet. It is a place that has been identified by is electromagnetic energy as having vortexes. Vortexes that that go deep into the core of the earth and ascend into the heavens. The electromagnetic intensity here is absolutely incredible. As soon as you come into the area, as you're driving from Phoenix to Sedona, which is about a two-hour drive, and you're you're going up in elevation. So first of all, you know, I, I live at sea level, so I'm immediately feeling the change and the shift. And as you the topography begins to change, and when the red rocks of these mountains first come into view, it is so stunning to your eyes, your eyes. And so I have just a, this, this little, 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 you, you know, of course the light in here, you know, doesn't do it justice, but this is just a little piece of, of rock that was lying by the roadside. So I like everybody. And you see Victoria is in front of red. Red is the root chakra color, the colors, you know, really the red and black. But here you, you know, you are, you are just at the cradle of the root. Um, one of the places there are many vortexes that are special places, very deeply spiritual places, energized places that are throughout the world. And we just happen to have a powerful one here in the United States. So I want everybody to go ahead, grab hold of something red and have it in your hand if you like, or, and it could be a red scarf, a red piece of paper, a red pen, anything. We're just going to just come to Sedona together. We're going to power up. We're going to fuel up. We're going to energize up together because we're also going to be co-creating in this show, as we talk about cultivating creativity, the birthing of our businesses, the birthing of our ideas, the birthing of our hopes and our dreams. And I invite you, eyes can be softly open, not a hard fixed stare, but just a soft gaze. So you just want to allow those muscles around the eyes to relax If you like, I invite you to close your eyes as well. And it's early on a Sunday morning. You might drift off to sleep, but that's okay. If you do, it's because you needed it. 
And I'm going to close my eyes. I have this little, little pebble in my hand, one of these ancient red rocks. And I am acknowledging that I am on the land of an indigenous people that dates back before we were even dating time, counting time in the way that we count time on these days. I acknowledge these people, these indigenous people, acknowledge and the indigenous people where you are. I acknowledge my ancestors, I am the daughter of, and perhaps you can do this with me, that you are the son or the daughter of, in my case, I call my mother's name Alma, uh, who is the daughter of Marion, who is the daughter of Marion, who is the daughter of Phoebe, who is the daughter of names we shall never know, who left the shores and were brought here on the middle passage and we acknowledge, we acknowledge those of us who are untethered by our histories. And yet, in this moment right now, we acknowledge that we can stand upon sacred ground. So just send your imagination down to your feet and understand that the ground upon what you stand right now. It's charged. It's sacred. Why? Because you are here. You are the downstream dream of your ancestors, of your legacy, of your loved ones. Feel that. Acknowledge that. Be that. Take a moment and allow yourself to look up, noticing what is above you and where you are. I can feel the energy of the almost full moon over my right shoulder. And look to your right, noticing where you are in this moment right now. Is the sun up? Is the moon up? What is happening? Take it in as we co-create from across the world, looking over your left shoulder noticing what is there, where are you? Now keep going and look behind you and notice what is behind you. Look over the other shoulder, noticing what is behind you. Beautiful, embody this, take this in and lean back if you'd like for a moment and you feel that resistance and understand those are your loved ones behind you propping you up, holding you up, saying, go on, child, breathe, take your next breath, be alive in this moment right now, create this moment right now. The past, if we get stuck there, that's called depression. The future, if we get stuck there, that's called worry and anxiety. We bring our hands together into the center of our heart mind where we land right now, where in this present moment. So take this next breath in the present moment. Know that when you move about today, let your feet be the hands that caress the earth the way your lover caresses your body with their hands and be alive right here, right now as we create this moment. So welcome, 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 Victoria. Now we're all in Sedona. I'm so excited. How are you this Sunday morning? 
Good morning, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And I am well. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. And a special thanks to Dr. Carol, Mr. Dean, and Kenya for allowing this show to happen. And as we say in Wolof, in the, when you wake up in the morning, we always say, that means I hope your night treated you well. So welcome, everybody. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And yes, in the Senegal, Gambia region, so in the Senegal, French and Wolof, and in the Gambia, English and Wolof. And that, you know, reflects the, the colonization of those nations. And well, that's for another show. We, we will talk about all of that. But we are bringing something forward here that is just so incredibly beautiful. And one of the things that we really wanted to talk about, we really divided the show into three themes. And part of it that we want to bring forward to the audience is your origin story. How did you discover creativity in your culture or in your world so take take us there take us there to your your childhood i mean growing up um in the gambia nigeria i mean um, it was customary to see craftsmen craftswomen doing their thing and we just took it for granted we took it for granted we didn't pay attention to it um but coming to America, realizing that um, what I was seeing here wasn't the real deal, made me miss home, made me want to bring home to the United States so people could see the creativity, the uniqueness, the talent, the untapped resources that we have. And that's what started this journey of Tocito about seven or eight years ago. Oh my goodness. So, but, and tell us, one of the things that you and I have talked about is just, oh, you know, the, the beauty, the craftsmanship, um, wearing clothing for me, something that is incredibly healing for me place matters. So wearing clothing that has been hand dyed on the continent, that has been designed by, again, someone who has the consciousness that brings that piece of the diaspora, that authenticity has literally these garments, when I put them on, they heal me. They bring me through my roots in South Carolina. They bring me through the middle passage. They bring me the story of the indigo, the indigo dyes of the motherland, the indigo dyes of South Carolina and the, the, the cotton fields where, you know, my grandmother from the time of four picked cotton and sharecropped and learned how to do the dyeing process. And you talk about, you know, these lost arts and you talk about wanting to bring 
authenticity forward in the work. Talk to me a little bit about those lost arts and people were just seeing a bit of a slideshow, the vibrancy of the colors. And we'll uh, take a look at those slides again a little bit later. I think for me, it was, it's very, very important for me to bring the lost art. When I say the lost art, it is the craftsmanship. It is the lineage. It is the authenticity of what the villagers used to do back in the day. Coming to America, I realized that it was quantity over quality. And then the people who were doing the quality work were pushed to the background. They didn't have anything to do. They didn't have work to do because everything was now money, 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 quantity, quantity, quantity. And they were quality, 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 and they had no work. So my job was, my, my mission was to make sure that they were not forgotten. They would be brought back to the limelight. They would be back, they would be brought back to have a, ta- to have a seat at the table. And um, you can see from what I have on, online, everything you see was done by a man in the village of Jufre, Brufud, Bukrikama, somebody. They did it with, it's a labor of love. They took their time to produce one. This piece that I'm wearing, it took them three days to do it. And again, you can't have this same piece I'm wearing. You can have something that looks like it, but you cannot have the same piece. And that's the uniqueness. That's the authenticity. That's the, that's the craftsmanship. That's the creativity that you're seeing that is kind of lost in today's world. And it's kind of frustrating for me. I'm going to ask you if you could just like tilt your camera just a little bit so we could see the piece that you're wearing. Oh, yes. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Stunning, stunning, stunning. So, and this is part of the Testito collection, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the the beadwork. And also, could we have that slide back up again that showed some of the necklaces? So, this yeah. is my girlfriend's. Hold, hold that right there. Hold that right there. I mean, just look at that. Look. And everything you see here is um, from scratch, done from scratch. Let me put it again. No animals were killed. There was no child labor involved. Everything you see, even the dye they use, these uh, leather, what you're seeing here is leather, wood, beads. So what, even the dye they use is plant-based. The, the, the glue they use is from the rubber tree. So everything you see here is from Mother Earth. There's nothing commercial involved. Everything is from is, is done from scratch and it's from mother earth um the yellow piece you see there on the the first one on the left that's leather and bone the one in the middle it's leather the pink or the fuchsia one is leather wood and beads and of course the one on the right is what you call the seed beads and a little bit of leather everything again was done out of labor of love can you find another piece of this? Nope. Can you have something close to this? Yep. Everything again was done in the villages. 
There was nothing commercial. There was not, there was there were no machines. You should see the you should see the equipment they use to make these things. They are like from the Stone Age, but they they're able to create these beautiful pieces. And that is why I want to bring those people back and tell them you're worth it. We see you. We need you. You guys are the ultimate MVPs. So yeah, and I'm carrying it from. Um, I'm the one who goes home to purchase it. There's no middleman. There's no nothing. I'm the one who buys it and I give them a living wage. I pay them exactly what they're worth. Pandemic hit. It shot down Gambia. For those who know Gambia, it's a small country. We're inside of Senegal. Senegal shot down. We shot down. So these people basically had nothing to sell. They had no way of... Uh, uh, creating a, a, a livelihood. And here I come from the United States, begging them, pleading with them not to give up their creativity, not to give up their talent, not to give up their lineage, begging them. And then a lot of them said to me, you came in at the right time because we were getting ready to close shop. We were getting ready to just go back and do farming because there's nothing happening. We cannot survive. So um, I go there. I purchase these things and I bring it here for everybody to have a taste and feel of what authenticity looks like, of what craftsmanship looks like, of what supporting one another looks like. Because what you're buying is going directly into the pockets of the mother, the father, the son, a whole family, and they're able to um, sustain their, 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 you know, sustain their livelihood. They're able to send the kids to school. They're able to start and, 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 and continue with their businesses. So Tecido um, is just a way of helping my people, helping the, 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 the craftsmen and the craftswomen to make them see that we see them, we hear you, we adore you, we respect you, please don't stop doing what you're doing because we're here to support you. Oh, so beautiful. So Dr. Delicia is one of our superstars that are planning on this as yet undisclosed uh, discussion about, you know, the big dream, what we hope to be doing, not what we hope, but what we are doing um, in partnership with the Gambia. So welcome, Dr. Delicia. Dr. Delicia is a powerhouse businesswoman and entrepreneur herself talking about creativity. And then Dr. Kina Peppers, here's another one of our powerhouse doctors who is on with us this morning. She's an ob guy. She's a life bringer, another amazing healer. And she is saying that she loves these and these are so um, beautiful, so beautiful. And we say welcome to Miss Christina. I'm doing great, Christina. How are you this morning? And welcome, welcome, welcome. So, you know, so exciting that we have some of America's top doctors on the show with us this morning here in Sedona. We've created our own vortex here because they're all creators. They are healers. They're all creative people. There's so much science now about understanding the importance of creativity and what that does and your one's own biosphere, what that does in our life. And I want to ask you, what does the name Tecito mean? <laughs> well, 
Tosido is a, is a Serere word, no, it's a Mandinka word. A lot of people know the tribe as Mandingo warrior, but actually it's Mandinka. Um, it means, in a nutshell, it means prepare your mind, prepare your body, prepare your spirit for whatever task you're about to uh, undertake. Just be ready, stay ready, stay, re stay resilient because success is the only way out. So to say that just means pull up your bootstraps, let's go. All right. And this, this word, I believe, is found across multiple cultures yeah. yes. and countries in Africa. Could you say something? Gambia, in the yeah. Gambia, Mali region. It's a word where, where you say to Sido, everybody knows what you're talking about. You know, they know that you're about to do something, you're going through something, and they go, Tecito. That means literally <laughs> tie your waist, which means just get yourself ready. Don't back down. Don't give in. Keep at it. Keep going because you're going to get through this. So yes. mind, body and spirit have to be in sync because uh -uh, falling and quitting is not an option. Absolutely. Absolutely. So and why? Why did you want to become a business owner? You know, my goodness, you're you're an educator. You're an occupational therapist. I have to share that story with our, our viewing audience and our listening audience as well. Well, <laughs> well for me, like I said, it was a way of um, helping my people back home. I'm in the land in Gambia, in the villages. They see America as a land of magic where everything happens. So here I am in America. Here I am looking at what the pandemic has done. Here I am watching my mother, losing my mother cognitively for end-stage dementia. My mother had made a list for me, my list of accomplishments. And Tacito was one, was the fifth, was the fifth one that hadn't been done. Went to visit my mother. I saw what was going on. And rather than just curl up, cry, and complain, I decided to make sure that I carry on the legacy. I carry on my mother's list of accomplishments that she had made for me. I remember she told me, if you're passionate about this, you're going to make it happen. So I decided to just go ahead and, um, you know, channel my mother, go to the villages, talk to these people, make them understand that the artwork that they're doing will create a sustainable income for them because pandemic hit, everything shut down, they didn't have any money. So for me, I wanted to help. I just wanted to help. Like they say, when you go through a door, don't shut it, leave it open, reach back and pull people through that door. And that's what I'm doing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So I know that there are many entrepreneurs, doctorpreneurs that are, are watching this morning. And again, bringing these um, purposeful visions into the world. And I always say that we are the medicine for each other, uniquely so that, and if we don't bring our vision forward, and this is something Dr. Dre, my business mentor, has, has been teaching since my interactions with him as well. So great big shout out to Dr. Dre on Birch. It's that it won't happen. 
it won't happen. And this sharing is caring. If you hadn't stepped out to create Tecito, which is your for-profit business, these people literally wouldn't be eating. They literally would not be eating. And so by participating in this, and you can see scrolling across the bottom that just now was a way, and there it is, to call or email, being in contact with Victoria and Tecito that you can support this, that not only can you be in Sedona with us, but you can also be in the Gambia with us. So, so excited about that. And it is, again, out of the imagination, out of the imagination. So y'all, this is how I met Victoria. I've got to tell this story. So my, my darling, my life partner, my business partner, my, my husband, DM, has, he shares his story about, you know, his physicality, whatnot. Anyway, he's had some challenges with joints and he actually had an ankle replacement. Well, if you have an ankle replacement, you have to learn how to walk again. And part of your healing team is going to be your physical therapist, your occupational therapist. And, and if you have to learn how to walk again, you have to learn how to use everything from the core out into the periphery and back from the periphery of which your feet and your hands are apart back into your core. And that's where occupational therapists come in, their, their expertise in that. And this person was going to be coming to our home. Well, we were in Philadelphia at the time the doorbell rang and I opened the door and before me was this woman who appeared to as an African goddess. Well, if you know anything about the world of occupational therapy, it is not a field where you see many persons of color or many males. So I was I was delighted and surprised. I felt like the energetic resonance. So representation matters, people. Representation matters, people. I was, as a child, I was introduced to the concept of occupational therapy as a career, but because I never saw myself represented, I just dropped it. I let it go. I never even pursued it because at my first glance, it didn't. I didn't see myself. So I, I, I didn't think it was attainable. But anyway, fast forward decades later, in walks Victoria, who, who it was a miraculous moment. Uh, miracles happened in those sessions with my husband, who did regain the ability to walk and to walk well and walk smoothly, thanks to the expertise and the talent of one of America's most amazing occupational therapists, um, Victoria. <laughs> and 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 we began a, a friendship and we be, there was these little seeds this this connections the thing i met her beautiful daughter tajiri who was you know on you know, tajiri and keta are about the same age so we had those mommy talks of, of raising then uh, young people in their late teenage years <laughs> oh which was just so delightful and we kept kept going with these conversations. I was dreaming about things. Victoria was dreaming about things and somehow we knew we needed to remain connected. And out of the spark of connection, 
the you know just like you know the the, the sperm and the and 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 the egg coming together and spinning 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 until it makes the zygote and there's the implantation this these ideas got implanted in the womb of the universe and now we have both of us have multiple companies so let's go on and talk about your non-for-profit, Sunyureu. Sunyureu. Yes. What does that mean? Yes. Okay. It's another, this is a Wolof um, word. Um, the full thing says, and it means we are taking care of our own. We are taking care of our people. Well, this whole started, my grandfather was a medical doctor, um, one of the first um, African um, black, uh, Gambian doctors who were trained um, in, in the United Kingdom, came back to the Gambia to treat his own. Um, he was overworked because all the Creoles wanted him because they saw themselves in him. Fast forward, his daughter, my auntie, was the first licensed Gambian physiotherapist. Again, people gravitated towards physiotherapy. So I decided to, my auntie passed away. So I decided to pay a visit to the School of Medicine and Allied Health just to see what I could do for physiotherapy. I went there and my heart broke because from a class of 300, there were only five students. And I asked them why resources were a problem, you know. And the funny thing is to go to school in the Gambia for a year in college is $800 a year. And this, these students couldn't afford it. So I, out of there, I said, all right, I'm gonna see what I can do to help you guys out to create a physiotherapy department that is world-class. And I was leaving, I said to myself, wait a minute, I'm taking care of my auntie. I am not paying justice to my grandfather. My cousin is the deputy medical director of the uh, uh, Edward Francis Small Teaching Hospital. So I started talking to him and it gave me all these problems that they're having, resources, blah, blah, blah. And I came back on the flight back and I said, I know who to call. I know who to call to help the medical school. It was one person I had in mind. And when I got home, I called Dr. Carl. I said, hey, do you want to go to Gambia? She goes, huh? <laughs> I said, she said, yeah, I want to go to Gambia. I said, but this is the story. This is my mission. This is everything. And she goes, I'm in without hesitation. And Dr. Carl, you can talk about how many meetings you've made, you've had, how you, um, what you, what you took out of those meetings and everything. But for me, my job was to create an avenue where these medical students will look up in the class and see their own. Representation matters. So I said to myself, I need to get the doctors over to the Gambia to help them revamp the medical school. Um, representation matters. You have to understand that the man who's doing that jewelry, the woman who's doing that jewelry, this is their child in college. So I spoke to Dr. Carl. I said, Dr. Carl, I need your help. And she, Dr. Carl said, okay, I'm in. And 
Um, we're, we're planning on bringing resources, be it in person, be it virtually, because my dream is this. When that student goes into the class and sees Dr. Carroll, sees Dr. Lakeisha, sees Dr. Wendell, sees Dr. Randy, sees uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Gorman, doc, doc, you know, just see all these African-American doctors, I guarantee you their perception, their motivation to learn will jump 100%. Again, representation matters. And that's why Sunyureo was born out of this aha moment of helping out the medical students in the Gambia and the physiotherapy students in the Gambia. Uh, it's so beautiful and so exciting to me. Um, one, I, I, I can't almost, you know, begin to, and, and we're also recognizing, we're asking people, you know, of consciousness to, to co-create with us. What are your suggestions? What do you imagine? Would you like to step foot on the mother talking about the continent of Africa, because all people can contribute. There is space for that like-minded consciousness to come together here. So there is building um, the, the medical mission, building for the physical therapy students and for the medical students, which right now it's the first two years that they do in the Gambia, correct? And then they go on to years three and four, and they have to go abroad, and then they have to go do their residency someplace else. So what happens? The brain trust, well, they've been, they've been away from home now, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, and they stay away. They don't come back. So we want to help create that full circle to come back. And we also, this is um, bi-directional because as African-Americans, um, Dr. Kina, Dr. Delicia, Dr. Dietrich, um, uh, my, my goodness, all, you know, all, all the, Dr. Hope, uh, Dr. Dietrich, all of the uh, medical professionals and healing professionals that are on this call. Dr. Kathy, with your consciousness and the work that we do, Dr. Kathy and I work together a lot on diversity, equity, and inclusion. We're saying the opportunity for us to grow, the opportunity for our minds to understand. A lot of us who are embodied as African-Americans and who are untethered, I did that naming in the beginning of, of the um, meditation and the visualization that I do because before my ancestor Phoebe, Phoebe, who was likely Phoebe, I, I'm not sure if she was born on the continent or she was born in South Carolina or where she might've been born, but I don't know the names of those men and women. They're lost. So there's that part of me, that untethered spirit. But I, I you know, I have some idea from the uh, DNA information that we're, we're getting back, but to, to be able to begin to weave that thread, that in a tangible way. I know that my life changed the times that I have worked on the continent in both Egypt and 
and Senegal, which is one of the reasons why I love that region of the world so much. The topography there is just extraordinary, not to mention the food and the beaches, just incredible, amazing. It is a part of my lifeline, a part of my ancestral calling and recognition and the opportunity, what I will receive back in giving and going forward. I believe as I stand in the gap on behalf of the body collect of the, the, the faces and the histories and stories represented here, it is, we're going to get so much more than we give in this moment. One of the reasons why I, I named um, my son Keita was his name is a very famous name in the very tiny country of Mali was I wanted to make sure that he was tethered that his soul was tethered to the mother in a very tangible way. So in his first name and in his middle name, we I recognize the, the cultures and the languages that are a part of of who we are, even while, you know, recognizing and acknowledging the European history, the, the aspect of what was colonized, the aspect of what was enslaved. It's all an important story that needs to come forward, that needs to be told, that needs to be owned. So going to the Gambia is an opportunity in helping these wonderful, amazing students that want to bring forward healing in the world is a, a part of what I was born to do. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Victoria, tell us how much does one year of medical school cost in the Gambia and in, in U.S. dollars? So people can begin to hear Eight hundred to a thousand dollars a year. You That's hear it. that? Eight hundred to a thousand dollars a year. Y'all, y'all hear that? And, yeah. One of our textbooks can cost eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so for, yeah, the four years of medical school is four thousand between thirty six hundred between thirty two hundred dollars and four thousand dollars. Four years of medical school. And and see, and one of the things that we don't appreciate here in the United States, just about everyone who is watching this morning, if you were to write a check, people say, oh, $10, that's nothing. Well, that's a textbook in the Gambia. That's a textbook. Mm -hmm. it, many of us on this call could write a check for $4,000 and it would be a tax write-off and that would pay for someone to go to medical school. And we don't understand our place. We don't understand the vastness of our wealth. So right now on watching this show, listening to this show, you are amongst the most privileged, the wealthiest people in the world. And what you could do with your wealth could change the life of someone absolutely forever. Absolutely. And this, and this is the reason why I am purchasing the um, jewelry and everything I am doing, because those people that I am and I'm paying them, let's say they're because of let's say they're asking me to give them 50 cents. I am giving them a dollar fifty because I know they have to fund their children who want to go to school. 
So the man who's doing those jewelry, the woman who's doing that, whatever, if I'm giving her a dollar fifty, it goes towards them being able to educate their children. So it's a win-win situation for 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 my people. I pay them the more, and the more I order from them, the more money they get, and then the less stress they have. And then they can they can send their children to school because a lot of them, they're the ones who are the doctors. So they go to they go be a doctor during the day, come back home, help mommy and daddy to to prepare the goods that the tecito is coming to purchase from them. And they know that the goods that they're making must be good because if I walk away from them because they're giving me some kind of uh, uh, below standard um, um, products. They know they've lost a sizable income, that they, and they know that dad, mom will not be able to send them to school. So it's a case of the labor of love. They are so deliberate. They are so intentional making these products because they know if I go, all right, I'll take 15 of those. That's 15 times 150 as opposed to 15 times 50 cents. So they know they don't want to lose that income because that income is allowing them to see their children go to primary school, secondary school, tertiary education. So they are very, very, that's why you say what you see is the best. It's Africa as, at, at its best. When you hear of Africa, those goods you see on my website, that is authenticity, craftsmanship, lineage at its purest and best form. And just know that when you purchase from Tecito, wear it with pride knowing that you have helped a mother, you have helped a father, you have helped a child realize their dream, be it financial or be it education. That's my spirit. Wow. Wow. And so in the other part of this dream and this story is we're hoping also to create an international institute founding the Mind, Body, and Spirit Institute of the Gambia. Um, I've had some delightful uh, conversations with the provost of the medical school who also shares this dream. So, you know, we're, we're literally going to be, you know, you know, building buildings, brick and mortar. We hope to revitalize and rebuild the Edward Francis teaching hospital. So, you know, this, this is a big dream and we hope that every one of you, every one of you, um, yes, Dr. Andrea here, uh, you know, another one of America's top docs, uh, a healer, another OB guy. Yes, yes, yes. So again, teaching creative sustainability. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Dr. Andrea knows a lot about teaching creative sustainability. All right. We have, you know, we're going to, we're going to wrap for today. There's so much more that we could talk about. The seeds have been planted. Everybody hold your little piece of red representing being in Sedona, being at the vortex. We ask that all of us bring your dreams forward, bring your heart forward. If you can plant the seed, it becomes a prayer and all prayers are answered. 
all prayers are answered. So DM, will you begin to take us out? My goodness, as we wrap up this episode. (laughs) Fabulous, fabulous show. This brings us to the end of this episode in season seven, show seven. I'd like to thank our special guest, Victoria Lee Song, Edger PJ, and all that she brought forward um, about Tocito, um, about Sunu Ray, and just this aspect of creativity. Creativity is within us all, and it's within us all to support creativity. So I'd like to um, thank you, Victoria, for coming today. And that's to remind everyone that this show is sponsored by Mindset Mastery Weightless Pivot in the Present. This is a year-long revolutionary subscription course designed to help busy professional superhumans like yourselves master your mindset and optimize your health. You can sign up for the course down below. Look at the, the link. Love to have you there. And thank you so much for being here because we are all together. Have a fabulous day. Thank you so much. Now, listen, y'all, if you love being weightless, I want you to hop on over to Anchor FM, rate us and check out our other episodes because we're also a podcast of the same name. Be sure to tune in next week for our discussion, The Heart of a Woman. Woo! Your emotions and heart health. Until then, this is Dr. Carol Penn, your host. Don't forget, let us get ready to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Carol Penn. All of our prior episodes are there. Kenny, go on and play us out. Bye, everybody. Weightless, weightless. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. Greatness. Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous. If only they could see you going through your paces. It's amazing. Weightless. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous If only they could see you go